are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now I want you to notice that if you study out this scripture in Isaiah that he's referring to, it indicates that God closed their eyes so they couldn't see. But now Jesus brings it into the right perspective when he says their eyes they have closed. Now the word closed there is the Greek word that we get our word squinted from. In other words, when you go out of this building into the sunlight, the sunlight is so much greater it causes you to close your eyes or squint. And that's what Jesus was saying. Their eyes they have closed. They have squinted at greater light. Therefore, they can't perceive or understand. Now, you see, there's just nothing new under the sun. But there's more illumination sometimes on the Word of God. Insight into the things that Jesus taught that are available to us today that the disciples in their day, some of them didn't understand. There were things that Paul understood that the people before him didn't understand. And I'm not talking about greater and greater revelation. I'm talking about more illumination, you see. The Word of God is the revelation. But we have more illumination on it. And we have to be careful, lest when we have greater illumination on the Word, we squint at the Word of God. Now, if you come on down then to verse 19. Let's start verse 18. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in the heart. Now, if you read Mark's account of this in Mark, the fourth chapter, you would sort of get the idea that, well, it's just kind of a hopeless case. When you hear the word of God, Satan will come and steal it. Because Mark says, when anyone heareth the word, when the word sown in his heart, then cometh Satan immediately to take away the word that was sown. But now, see, when you read Matthew's account of it, there's a key phrase here. And that phrase is, when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the enemy, see, the wicked one, and stealeth the word. Satan will always steal the word from you if you don't have an understanding of it. If you don't have a working knowledge of the word of God and how to use it in your everyday circumstances of life, eventually Satan will steal it from you. Keep you from applying it in your everyday life. You can look into the Word of God and see that the Bible says, Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And John said, We have overcome the wicked one. For greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world, you see. We are world overcomers. We have world overcoming faith. We have the ability of God within us. God dwells in us. He'll live in them and walk in them, it says. But you know, you can know all of that. You can look into the mirror of the Word of God and see that that's all true and see that we've inherited all these things through Jesus Christ, but turn and go out and face the everyday circumstances of life and have the problems of life hit you in the face. And if you're not careful, you'll be like James says, you'll be a hearer of the Word and not a doer. And you'll turn around and straightway forget what manner of man you were and begin to say, oh, well, I guess it's just not God's will. Peter said, the devil is as a roaring lion going about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith. In other words, we need a working knowledge of the word, how to resist the devil. Jesus said on the Mount of Temptation, he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. 
So every word of God is available to you to live by. Now in John the 6th chapter, he says, the words that I speak unto you, they're spirit, they're life. So there is a living spirit life in the words of Jesus and in the word of God to cause us to be able to live victorious in this life. Sure, it's going to be wonderful when we get to heaven, but I think sometimes we sing that song so long until we got to believe in there wasn't anything good going to happen on earth. But thank God we can live in victory if we have a working knowledge of God's word and how to apply it to the circumstances of life. So the key phrase here in this verse is, He that understandeth it not, then the Satan steals it from him. Now if you'll notice in this chapter, he talks about four conditions of the soil. Now the soil is the heart of man. And he talks about four conditions of that. There's the thorny soil, there's the stony soil, and there's the wayside soil, and there's the good soil that produced some 30, some 60, and some 100 fold. Now, when he goes on and explains that about the good soil, you'll notice that he says in verse 23, but he that receives seed on good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also bringeth forth fruit, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. The understanding of it, grasping an understanding of God's word and how to apply it in your situation will determine whether it's fruitful or not being able to apply it to the circumstances of life. Now, we talk about an airplane. You see, I've been a pilot for 35, 36 years. But now, I didn't just go out there one day and say, well, you know, I believe in airplanes. I guess I'll fly one. No, I had to acquire a working knowledge of that airplane. And I'll tell you, it took some trial and error. Much error sometimes. (laughs) I know that Brother Hammond could identify with that. But you see, we have to have working knowledge. I remember a story that was told of a jet pilot that was getting checked out in a little Cessna 150. And he had to go to the airport, you know, and get this instructor to give him a check out in it so he could fly it somewhere. And this instructor was going over with him and said, Now you understand, you know, when you get an airplane in the air, why... You push the throttle in when you get it trimmed and it'll make it climb. So it controls your altitude and the elevator will control your speed. You push the elevator down and it'll pick up speed. And he was explaining to the pilot that now the elevator controls the speed. Well, they cleared him for takeoff and this guy thought how funny it'd be. So he just grabbed the wheel with both hands, just start working the elevator back and forth real hard, you know. And the guy says, what are you doing? He said, I'm trying to get up enough speed to take off. (laughs) Well, you see, what the guy told him was accurate, all right, if you're in the air. But you see, if you didn't have a working knowledge of that, you could very easily misunderstand what was said. And I think that's sometimes what happens in the Word of God is that we see it in the Word of God, but sometimes we misunderstand it. We don't get full insight into it. So the four types of soil here, or let's say it this way, four conditions of soil, is stony, thorny, and wayside. The wayside soil is what we'd call in Arkansas the turn row, where you turn the tractor around. It's hard. It's packed. It hadn't been plowed up. It's not conducive to produce life for a seed. And when seed goes on it, it's not likely to survive. Then there's the thorny soil. See, you sow among weeds and thorns and it chokes it. 
it draws the nutrients and saps the moisture from it and just chokes out the word. And then there is the stony soil where there was no depth to it. And if you notice when he talked about that, he said he receives it gladly. A noun receives it. But when affliction of persecution arises, he is offended. See, there's no understanding of it really. Now, we're not going to have roses through life. There's going to be problems in life. But thank God there's a way to overcome the problems. You know, sometimes the faith message gets criticized and people say, oh, they're just teaching that you're not going to have any problems in life. Well, I've never heard anybody teach that. The only people I've ever heard mention that is the people that criticize and say that's what we taught. But I've never heard anybody teach that. Sure, you're going to have problems in life. But if you gain a working knowledge of the Word of God, then we can be overcomers in life. Hallelujah. Now, notice that he said there's four types of soil. Have you ever noticed that a rock in the soil... The reason that rocky soil will not produce because it'll dry out the soil, it'll absorb moisture from that soil. And that soil will work just as hard to get that rock to produce as it will a seed that you plant in it. And the soil will furnish the same nutrients, it'll furnish the same moisture, and work day and night to try to get that rock to produce. But rocks have no life in them. They just won't produce. So they're useless. In fact, they're detrimental to the soil. Now, you realize that what Jesus is sharing with us here is the parable of all parables concerning the kingdom of God and how it works. This kingdom of God that Jesus speaks about here, in fact, he said, if you don't understand this parable, how will you understand all parables? What's he talking about? He's talking about all parables concerning the kingdom because this is the greatest parable of all the parables concerning the kingdom. And if you don't get it, you won't understand the others. Because this is the way it works. It's like sowing seed. The sower soweth the word. The word of God is the seed. There's no doubt about it. Now the heart of man, or what I call the spirit of man, is the saw. Now I know that heart and spirit are not spoken of as the same in every instance, but I believe that in this area here that we're talking about, we're talking about the human spirit. It is the production center. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord searching all the inward parts of his belly, and it is the human spirit that God uses to enlighten you. And you sow a seed, and Jesus tells us how to sow the seed in the heart and to reap a harvest. Verse 26, he says, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed in the ground. Mark, the fourth chapter, verse 26. He says, so is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground. Now, who sows the seed? The man does or the individual does. See, sometimes we leave it up to God. Sometimes people say, well, I'm just going to leave it up to God and what's planted. Well, now, why don't you leave your garden up to God and see what's planted in it? You still out there? Did you go home? God bless you. We appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, all of this week, our offer is the mini book on CD. It's CD offer number 7155, God's Creative Power for Healing. And it's $8 plus $3 postage and handling. That's CD offer number 7155. The whole book 
audio is on there, and you'll be surprised how much you'll learn by just listening to the things that are said in this book. Medical science aids healing through physical means by administering medicine into the physical body. God's divine healing is spiritual. It is ministered through the human spirit. Now, what we have to understand is that God sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Notice he didn't send his word to heal them. He sent his word and healed them. In other words, God believed it worked. For as he's concerned, healing is already a fact. It may not be present in your life, but you have to call it. The scripture teaches us to call things that are not as though they were. We're healed by the stripes of Jesus, the scripture says. My son, attend to my words, and climb thine ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart for their life and healing to those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Now, I want you to notice that God's word is healing to your flesh. The engrafted word, God's word, is spiritual law. It's engrafted in your spirit by confessing the word, proclaiming the word, I am the body of Christ. The enemy has no power over me. Overcome evil with good. I am of God and have overcome the wicked one. For greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And you'll find when you begin to confess the scriptures and what God says about you, it'll cause faith to rise in your heart. And we've had tremendous testimonies of how people have received their healing through confessing the word of God. That's offer number 7155. And it's $8 plus $3 postage and handling for a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.